you want to learn more about HIV and AIDS? Not to worry, we got you covered. Okanimanje, in partnership with Agents of Change Foundation Zambia, brings to you the Okanimanje radio show. Okanimanje is a collaboration between popular artists, the youth, and health experts that, that uses music, music to reach out to the youth with important messages about HIV and AIDS. Okanimanje, time to wake up Zambia. Hello beautiful people, you're listening to Okani Manje Wake Up Zambia Show. I'm your host, Jaliso Lungu, and today I'm not joined by my friend Chanda, but I'm joined by an energetic um, panel of, um, you know, intelligent people, and we have got a doctor, no doctor talking by the way, we've got Dr. Dalau Naim, we have Evelyn, we also have a wonderful guest artist, God's General. Stay glued to the show and a lot will be coming today because we'll be looking at another topic which will be uh, part of the messaging and the song that which are about to play done by Ghost General entitled Fight One. Let's keep on fighting. Let's keep on fighting. Let's keep on fighting. 
Thank you so much for listening to that beautiful song and just listening to Ukani Manji Wake Up Zambia Show. By the way, Ukani Manji is a collaboration between popular artists and health experts that uses music to reach youth with important messages about HIV and AIDS. We're not talking about HIV and AIDS because we know that it's still there despite having the COVID-19 so we're battling with two pandemics around the world and Zambia is part of those part of those countries that are still fighting you know this uh, pandemic. So I would like to listen to my beautiful people, beautiful and handsome you know um, men. Yeah I start with uh, Evelyn, uh, ladies face as they say. So I'd like you to tell me um, how you found the song and uh, what message you're getting from it. And you can just introduce yourself to those who listen to the show. Yeah. Oh, okay, so my name's uh, Evelyn, uh, Evelyn Kasanga. Um, I'm self-employed. So yeah, that's what you can know about me. So about this song, um, uh, it's uh, it's actually a good song. I, I was actually thinking about, uh, there's a time I was thinking that, I think people have stopped talking about HIV and this thing is still there. It, it has given me hope that people can still talk about HIV and we can still teach each other that the HIV is still there. And um, it's a great song. I think it has, personally, it has taught me a lot, especially the experience that I had interesting interesting it's good that you have also got in uh, a side of your story like you know um relating to uh the current time because in as much people are not talking about it at least there's some people who are singing about it so that the song keeps on ringing to their minds let's take it from dr naim all right okay uh first of all brilliant work from the team uh okay. i i just want to say what and echo what evelyn has just said you know the best advocates are people with lived experience and the fact that evelyn feels that you know hiv is something that is still with us we're still having people living with hiv and it's not being talked about mm-hmm. and here's a song that is making us feel like we still need to st- talk about it um, I feel that's a very powerful message and I want to resonate on that because in my day-to-day practice you know as a medical doctor we deal with you know people living with HIV every day and in irregardless of where we are in our current reality this song is something that you know just brings that back to us to say okay let's keep on fighting you know and we still need to go on because as a country in Zambia in the region in sub-Saharan Africa we need to wake up mm. and continue this fight. So shout out to you know God's general amazing work. Thanks, Doc. Thanks, interesting, Doc. Interesting, interesting. Before we, we, we get it from God's general, the one who is behind you know this beautiful song, do you have some questions for him uh, that which you can ask about this song? Yeah, I mean, uh, one thing that I've, I, I've been privileged, you know, to not just listen to the song, but also to watch the video. Awesome. And um, I really appreciate the, the passion that God general brings to this song. So my question to him is, um, what brought you to that level of passion, you know, that you portray in your art with this song? Well, thank you. Thank you so much, um, Doc. Um, I'm so passionate about the song because um, I remember the first the first time we had our, our first workshop as Wukani Manji. Yeah. 
uh, we had been given an opportunity to introduce ourselves and you know talk about uh, any HIV experience that one may have had and uh, you know I, I shared the story of my late immediate older sister who died of AIDS and uh, you know the, the experience was um, was something else because we didn't know that she had HIV for a long time mm. and we were living with her you know she was uh, uh, going through uh, she suffered a lot of uh, a lot of things without us knowing that it was HIV and AIDS and later when she uh, she was at a very critical stage my mother insisted that uh, we do a food test and we discovered that she had uh, she had HIV and AIDS, mm -hmm. and later on, because it was at a very advanced stage, you know, medication couldn't really do much because, uh, yeah, we we were late, and uh, eventually she died. And being in that workshop, you know, and listening to um, people uh, that were um, uh, giving us the talks. Um, it just reminded me that when you have information, mm -hmm. uh, you will live a better life. Exactly. When you have information, uh, you can protect not only yourself, but even the, the next person. Mm -hmm. And uh, so the, this song was birthed from that thought. You know, um, uh, if my sister had gotten information or if had, she had been open, if mm -hmm. she had talked about it, much much earlier uh, it was easy for her to have been helped but uh, nonetheless we are here and uh, the bow has been uh, set in our court we are the ones to champion now the message to the world and tell people you can easily talk about this thing exactly. and you know if, if at all you are HIV positive there's no need for you to uh, feel discriminated. There's no need for you to feel shy to talk about it. Um, I tell people, did you know that uh, people that easily talk about uh, I have malaria, you know, I have cancer, I, it's, it's, it's the same, you know, when you go to the hospital and you discover you have HIV, it's, it's not the end of the world, you know. There's medication readily available, health care available, and there's no need for you to stay in isolation or live alone or discriminate yourself. Talk about these things. The medical practitioners or health care will give you help and you live a better life. When you know, you live a better life. So the song comes from, from that point, from that thought. Exactly. So you keep on fighting on for as long as you have got the knowledge yes. about uh, you, you being either you have HIV or either you don't have it. So we are talking about we must keep on fighting. Two sides of the story. Mm -hmm. uh, one that is not positive, uh, HIV positive. Yeah. We have the responsibility to get information and send it out, you know, uh, to the world send it out to the world. We have another role to play. If you know a person that may be HIV positive and you are not, embrace them. Share the information with them and help them live a better life. Help them live uh, 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 a positive life, you know. 
um, I was telling somebody, I think it was uh, Allegro, one of our, our, our staff in Okanimanje. Yeah. Uh, I was sharing with her that, did you know that uh, every person has a unique contribution either to themselves, mm -hmm. to their family, to society, to the country. And the way uh, Dr. Naim thinks yes. is totally different from the way I think. And did you know the way he perceives things is so different from the way I perceive things. And so it is very important that then we must have him, him in society because the contribution of his mind uh, improves our society, makes our society better. There's only one Nahim. There's only one Dr. Nahim. Yeah. And so that is why it is important for us to make sure that we help and support every other person. Uh, uh, if you discover that your friend or your neighbor is HIV positive, please don't discriminate. Don't, don't talk ill about them. Go to them, help them, lift them, strengthen them, and just help them feel that they are worth something in this world. There can only be one God's general. And what I can do, mm -hmm. I don't think anybody else can do. And so it is important exactly. that I keep fighting because um, I have something to contribute to society. Exactly. That is nice. And yeah. uh, well thought, huh? Yes. Interesting. You know, I, uh, I couldn't I picture it in that way, like uh, the, the, the time I was listening to the song. Because like you said, we all have got a different perception. The way we look at things, the way we analyze issues, and uh, the kind of contribution we make to society. So, um, I take it to Dr. Naim. Um, when you look at the access to um, ARVs or antiretroviral virus drugs in Zambia, how is it? Are people really coming out, are people maybe adhering to the drugs or maybe they still that um, denial uh, upon themselves? Okay, so we've got Evelyn here. And I'd like to share this answer with Evelyn. Um, sure. Evelyn, where do you get, uh, you don't have to tell us where, but whenever you go to your healthcare services, do you get access to your ARVs easily? Mm, it's not about me. Mm -hmm. uh, it was about my mother mm -hmm. who died because of denial. Yes. Uh, so uh, for her, she, did, she was not on medication. Mm -hmm. She had found out... Uh, Quite late? Uh, not late. She found at the time she was pregnant mm -hmm. that she she had she was HIV, so she was in denial that she was HIV. Mm -hmm. So she stayed for a long time without taking medi medication. The time we were finding out that uh, she was she was HIV, it was already in AIDS, mm -hmm. so it was too late. The doctor had to tell us, but uh, why why have you done this when you have kids? Well, um, so we were advised maybe we there's a medication booster that mm -hmm. can help for her for our system to be back to normal. See, but I can't promise it's a fifty fifty thing. Mm -hmm. So we tried that. We we tried that for some time. As much we were trying, it was getting worse. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, this is this is brilliant. The reason why I usually want people who have lived through these experiences, such as God's general, very mm. profound message. I'm mm. so sorry for your love. 
um, for your loss and love and you know to you as well even for your mom mm-hmm. the thing is it comes back to knowledge and understanding and this is why your question is very good to say do we have access to antiretroviral drugs mm-hmm. yes we do every healthcare center in the country in every district including rural places mm-hmm. have antiretroviral medication um, the challenge has been often on the end of you know uh, people coming through on time and if you notice the way the hiv journey has transformed initially we were still trying to figure out this you know virus we we're still trying to figure out how you know the medication works initially when you would come for for treatment the first thing we would do is we would test you we test you whether you have hiv or you don't have hiv if you're tested hiv positive then we would still wait we would actually check your immune system mm-hmm. how strong is it we would check for other infections and then we would see if you're ready for antiretroviral medication but we realized that it was too late and that was not the best way to treat the best way to treat is to test and immediately initiate on antiretroviral medication and now today i'm very happy to say in our country as a zambian doctor i can say that every healthcare institution that you go to hospital clinic you go to there is an antiretroviral unit where you will get access to medication mm. yeah as uh, the narrative changed uh, since that uh, time okay over, over time in our country sensitization about hiv and aids has been done uh, at a larger scale in the sense that on tv in the communities we have seen different organizations that have been come on board uh, that are sensitizing you know uh, to the public on HIV and AIDS has the narrative changed when it comes to um, people getting to uh, accept or maybe to find out information about HIV and AIDS or be just going for testing do they really has, has anything changed as people's perception changed or maybe we're still lagging behind as a country as a healthcare worker who works in the system, I would say there are waves and it depends on what the current um, socio-economic or environmental factors are. With the current reality that we are living with this pandemic of COVID-19, unfortunately we found people not adhering to those you know, sensitization measures and we are not seeing more people coming through for testing as well. But again, bringing back to what God's General mentioned about the song and the perception, whenever people listen to messaging about HIV, they feel it is directed to people living with HIV, mm-hmm. forgetting that there are people also not living with HIV who have to understand it just as well. Mm-hmm. So to answer your, your question, um, it depends. There are people that are very willing and open and you know they'll come straight to you and say doc i want to get measured for you know hiv but then there'll be those people who will you know not want to know and i as a healthcare worker will know okay there's a high chance that this person is showing signs and symptoms of hiv so i have to test them so i'll test them and then i'll find and then i'll have to confide in them so it's like a 50 50. But as, you know, Ebling shared to say, look, um, when her mother was tested and she was diagnosed, yeah. she was in denial, that happens as well. N- and you'd be shocked to say it's just a person who has been tested positive with HIV that's in denial, but even the friends and family are not as supportive and they too go through those motions of, you know, emotions of not accepting that, okay, someone I know has HIV. Yeah, based on your working experience, um, like... How, how long does it take for someone to accept that okay, they are HIV positive? Have you taken note of maybe you know, uh, from the stage whereby you cancel them, you tell them okay, you are HIV positive, this is how it happens, you have to accept, then they have to go home and reflect about it. Um, have you noted uh, any specific period like people get to accept 
Okay. This particular, maybe this man, these months at least on average, people do accept that uh, they are now on the on this, they're positive. All right, D on that one. To mm-hmm. be honest, it's individualized. Okay. Because we can't just say that you know, out of all of us, if we get tested for HIV and we do end up having HIV, all of us will come to acceptance at the same time. Hmm. When we get, you see, HIV is perceived to be a vice. It's something that's bad from community and people living with it and people not living with it. People living with HIV self-stigmatize often because of, you know, what society perceives them as. And people not yet HIV, you know, people who don't have it think it's a bad thing, right? And because of that, it's many factors. The first factor that I'll talk about is um, community support. If I come from a home or a community where people don't believe HIV is, you know, um, you can get treatment for HIV and HIV is bad, then I won't come to that acceptance very quickly. Secondly, it's also about the socioeconomic and the um, relationships that you harbor. Mm -hmm. Where did I get that HIV from? You know, did I get it through, you know, um, a partner? Did I get it through, you know, something that I wasn't expecting? So that's another factor that comes in. Number three, those socioeconomic factors in terms of, you know, um, poverty, financial levels, all of these are factors that come into play. And when you see individuals, like in my practice, you know, people go through denial, people go through depression, people who go through anger, they start bargaining to say, no doc, I can't get this, I've been as safe as I can be, I have know everything about HIV. So there are all these, you know, different emotions that people go through. But in terms of acceptance, it also depends on us as healthcare workers, how mm-hmm. supportive we are and how good we are in understanding others. Um, so all these factors guide on how acceptance comes through from the person who's been tested positive. So to answer D, to say, you know, it takes one week or two weeks or six months, that depends on the individual. And this is something I believe as God has, I mean, God's general has mentioned in his in His song, to say, you know, we all need to fight this. It's not just the person who's tested positive, mm. it's also the people who are around that person who's tested positive. Can, can I add something yeah, to what yeah. Yeah. Has, uh, has just said? You know, um, uh, when you talk about how long uh, does it would it take for one to accept, I think uh, you know I've had uh, testimonies from people living with HIV um, talking about how they thought they would live in denial, how that they thought they would be discriminated. Mm-hmm. You see, it's a response to probably people that uh, have not yet tested. You know what I'm saying? They are response to that. Uh, I feel uh, people that have not yet tested or uh, 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 a negative must also raise voices in talking about this it will lighten the burden of the burden of those that uh, are living with HIV it will make it easy for them to talk about it Um, um, unlike a long time ago you know it was it was it was very very difficult to hear people talk about HIV in our society a long time ago you know when we hear uh, 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 people go like uh, that one is HIV positive. It's like the whole society, you know, uh, would want to throw them in the in the evil desert. You know what I'm saying? But that's not that's not how it's supposed to be. You know, we are supposed to um, uh, uh, be to champion this together. Uh, whether you have tested, I'm saying tested. You, I, I'm not saying uh, not positive because yeah. you have. There are people that have not tested yet, yeah, they are and so we cannot just say you cannot just say you are safe because you have not uh, uh, tested. It's important for us if you feel you are um, you you don't have it, go for testing. You know, 
when you test and you are negative be a champion of this message uh, support those that are living with HIV it's not the end of the world when one you know when um, I was putting the thoughts together of the song mm -hmm. uh, I had this person in mind that goes to uh, the health center and you know they they had uh, great dreams to become uh, 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 a great uh, person in society and they go to the center and they test positive yeah and they just go low uh, they don't want anybody to know about it and, and and my thought was you know what when you go for testing you find you out a positive you, you don't have to apologize to anyone oh, yeah, you yeah. don't have to apologize to anyone get information know what you need to do and live a positive life with HIV it's very possible we have seen a lot of people that are, are living positive lives of course, with H, uh, living living with HIV, but they are they are thriving in society. They are doing big big things in society, and so what I'm saying is that uh, those that feel are not positive, let us be a voice to help uh, easy things for those that are living with HIV in society. Exactly, yeah. Doc. I image okay before I, before I, I come in. Maybe I get something from you there. Yeah. Uh, uh, Coming to what he's saying, we also need to contribute. I remember the time we were trying to help mom. Yeah. One of our relatives were saying, um, even if we are helping your mother, your mother is already dead. That one, it's also, we are also contributing for people to have a denial. We are also contributing for them to fail to say, okay, now I can live with this. I can take energies and be better. That one got to me because when he said that, he couldn't notice that us kids were offended. Yeah. Because I even, I looked at my sister and thought, why, why would someone say that? Yeah. This is your life. I, that's the reason I was so much interested in this topic. When I remember when Wazi shared something about the same topic, mm -hmm. I even commented that I have so much to talk about it yeah. because it, it really got to me. Why would you say someone that is alive today and you say, that person, even if we're helping, is already dead. Yeah, I think even us who are okay now, mm. if you are not infected, you are affected. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Mm. exactly. Doc, exactly. okay, I'll hold the question at, but just to connect what Evelyn has shared, um, when it comes to handling the psychological impact that uh, the comments people make, or maybe the stigma that comes when. Uh, you have got a family member or maybe a friend who is uh, HIV positive and uh, the way the community responds, uh, how best can you help them heal from such, you know, critique or maybe um, negative talk that comes along the way? So in, in, in the healthcare sector, for, for us as healthcare workers, it's very hard in particular because look, for me, when say Evelyn's mom was coming to for treatment or God's general mm. sister was coming to treatment to me mm. I will most likely see this person for 30 to 45 yeah, minutes yeah, at max yeah, I will yeah. just have that interaction with that person I will empower that person with the information and support them through you know um, concepts such as psychological first aid where I listen to them I will guide them I will you know support them but the issue is the they go back to their homes yes. and when they go back to their homes in their communities like what Evelyn shared very mm. powerful Mm. your own friends and family mm. the people that you care for yes. are the ones that are throwing that at you and when that happens 
that creates self-stigma. And self-stigma is even stronger than stigma from outside Mm. because when that happens, the person is demoralized Mm. and when they are demoralized, they stop taking the medication, Mm -hmm. you know, they stop focusing on their mood, they sleep and the diet, the nutrition, everything Mm. goes. Mm. And it becomes very difficult because when they keep doing that, again, they'll come back for review maybe three or four months after and I'm just going to see them for 30 or 40 minutes. I have impact but not as much as the impact that communities have the answer is what Evelyn and God's General has already Mm. already shared we need to be supportive we need to be understanding and if we don't know and there's this saying if you have nothing nice to say try to be supportive and don't say anything at all and it's it's the whole point of Ukani Manje, let's wake up. It's not just for people who are HIV positive and living with HIV. It's for people who are living with people who are positive as yes. well. Let's be supportive and let's work together as a team. Exactly. Yeah. You're still listening to Ukani Manje Wake Up Zambia show and I'm still your host, Daddy Solungo, and I'm joined by Dr. Dalau Naim, who is the Zambia Medical Health Public Health Chairperson. So, sorry, uh, Zambia Medical Association Public Health Chairperson and Evelyn uh, Kasanga, who is also our special guest, and not forgetting God's General, who is our guest artist. Yeah, um, the conversation is interesting and uh, and touching at the end of the day. Yeah. But again, uh, I've met uh, people on the ground um, during my sensitization uh, uh, work, um, whereby someone uh, you encourage them to say. Um, here is the safe space where you can do the testing. It's a, it's a one way off and they'll cancel you there. But they'll, they'll go like, I, I, I prefer a self kit whereby I just test myself and they're like, uh, is it advisable for someone, doc, to, um, to take a, a, a self test kit? Yes, we do have them as well now. And the more reason, because of the self-stigma and then coming to that acceptance as well. You know, if the person feels that they want to get a self-testing, self, um, then that's advisable as well, uh, provided that that person is an adult. Mm. Um, I say an adult because, you know, at that point you have enough emotional knowledge to actually do that. And, you know, once you find the result, you will know what the next steps to take or reach out to a loved one. Mm. For younger ones who haven't yet reached emotional maturity, for them, self-help t- kits need to be done with a parental supervision or, you know, a guardian that they can, you know, rely on and trust and go through the journey together. Mm. But this is one of the many reasons why, you know, the healthcare industry came up with self-testing to allow people to, you know, do it in their own time and process it in their own space as well. But um, is it a way by, do you have to get cancelled before you get the kit or maybe you, you, you just have to, because you're an adult, you just have to get it and you, you know what to do next. How is, how, how is the process? So ideally, mm-hmm. um, you do need to get the counseling, you know, pre-testing counseling because yes. it's really important for you to understand. For instance, if you test negative, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. If you test positive, what does that mean? Why is it that you're getting tested? Maybe you're one person who, you know, has uh, multiple sexual partners. Mm-hmm. So in that case, you're getting tested. So how frequently should you get tested? So these are many things that we discuss in pre-testing testing counseling okay so ideally even for self-test you should get pre-testing counseling so that you know the the things whether positive or negative after what to do 
um, but there are many people who still go over the counter and do get these self um, test kits and they actually no, um, do it and move on with their lives but that's not shunned upon that doesn't mean that if you don't go through the counseling it's it's you shouldn't do it if you feel you want to do it you can still go ahead and do it um, there are teams like uh, CD4 count which we hear when uh, people are sharing stories about uh, the HIV experience uh, to someone who doesn't understand uh, what CD4 count doc how would you make it easy for them to understand what it means okay so we all have our body has what we call our immune system our immune system is our body's ability to fight off infections okay and the way we measure it in re with respect to HIV virus is the CD4 count the CD4 level actually tells you how strong your immune system is if your CD4 level is high then it means that your body's immune system is strong and the body will be able to fight off any infection including the virus but if your CD4 count is low it means your immune system is weaker and should you get any infection then the, your body may not be able to fight it as quickly now the HIV virus is very well known to attack the CD4 okay and it reduces the CD4 so what does the HIV do it reduces your immune level and once your immunity is reduced then other infections that are also around us such as bacterial infections pneumonias you know they can easily get to you because why your body's fighting has gone to simply put it it's like you know you have a line of defense say you have soldiers around your house okay if there are people that are going to attack you and your house then those soldiers are going to fight it off even before they come to you but those soldiers can be attacked and they can be compromised and this is what HIV does the CD4 goes down so to explain this is why we share with people that are living with HIV to say your CD4 is low so we need to help you boost it up and what is going to help is when you take your ARVs and retroviral medication it will boost up your CD4 count your immunity will be stronger and you will be better yeah. and at what point um, I've heard people talking about uh, the U equals U undetectable and, and, uh, and untransmittable at what point um, does it uh, does this virus stops more like uh, detecting the body okay so when we, when we talk about u equals u undetectable is equal to untransmissible yes. so we have a laboratory test that we do to actually see how much of a viral load that you have now um when you when that particular instrument or that particular microscope is not able to see that particular amount of virus then we say that is undetectable so it's both I'm, I'm not going to um you know stress people on on this listeners to know exactly what level yeah. because that's not something that we should focus on what we should focus on is knowing that once that investigation comes back to say your viral load is low and it's undetectable then that's amazing because that means that you're not going to be able to transmit that virus yes interesting indeed um, God's general you also um, I, I, when I was watching the video of your song um, there's a part where uh, the young lady puts uh, there was this, the, the, the ARV in the in the bag and the like but you know I've seen people who don't um, they don't gather the courage for them to um, to, um, to to open up to the people like okay they are on they, they are on ART and um, they find it so hard for them to just open up and there are those whereby uh, they it's hard to they, they don't follow their time to take uh, the drug so to someone who doesn't understand that this person is uh, taking the medication and this person is hiding that uh, on medication um, you as an artist mm. uh, 
what encouragement can you give to such people who you know they are failing to because in, in, in your video at least it's showing that someone okay they are confident they can walk into that space yeah. but others what happens in our communities is that they don't really show it off like you know they they, they are not courageous enough just to walk, walk into that space and you know so if you yeah um if you if you looked at the video uh, very well i think there's a part where uh, we had these guys having a conversation in a taxi right yes in a taxi and uh, uh, one of their friends dropped uh, a pack of ARVs and they saw it and it was surprising to them and they made uh, fun of the guy. How can you be moving with ARVs? How, how come you didn't tell us? You know what I'm saying? Uh, I think like we are saying, we must make it easy for them. Um, I think they would love to do that, but you know, people that um, uh, 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 are not uh, HIV positive, uh, or people are not living with HIV have not really um, made it so easy for them to open open up. That's why we are saying it it is a it is a responsibility for both of, for for all of us. Those that are living with HIV and those that are not living with HIV, it's uh, it's a corporate responsibility for us to fight this. If you come, for instance, if I'm HIV, I'm living with HIV, and you come to me, uh, don't come and make it hard for me to take my medication, you know. Uh, if anything, if you see me carrying medication, uh, remind me, hey, aren't you supposed to be taking medication at this time? Aren't you supposed, you, you understand. Uh, it's it's going to be, it's going to make it lighter for, for, uh, for people living with HIV. So I, I will not really put it so much on people living with HIV. Mm -hmm. But like Doc said, our community has a lot of responsibility in helping these people uh, feel free to talk about these things when we the community talk about these things to them and tell them and show them that it's okay to talk about it it's okay to live with this thing but take take your medication at the right time take your feel free to take your medication even in our presence it's gonna make make it all easy so we are talking about together we can fight you know both those that are living with hiv and those that are not together we can fight this and win interesting indeed yeah. Let's say from Evelyn, um, I just want to have your thoughts on um, now that you know you have gathered the courage, you have gotten information about HIV and AIDS, um, how easy is it for you nowadays just to express yourself freely to the people who might be going through like, like what you went through? Mm, I think uh, most of the time I usually have a, this type of conversation with my friends. Um, I usually say, if we can make it comfortable for everyone to actually discuss this thing and talk about this thing that this thing is still here yeah. and still with us and what we can do instead of bullying them why not show them love and encourage them that there's still life after this even if you find out that today I found out that I'm um, HIV positive I can still live and take my ARVs and I can still I can I can still feel comfortable and tell my family if I'm not if I'm not free enough to tell everyone that I'm HIV positive why not share with your friend the person that you trust that uh, I'm HIV positive uh, in case I get sick it gets to worse just know that I'm HIV positive trust me there's still life even if you find out that you're HIV positive I've 
I've uh, learned a lot and most me when I, I, I notice something I I go and do it and the moment I think I found out that mom was not okay I couldn't tell her that mommy you are, you are like this like this you know how the Zambian environment is yeah, but instead I encouraged her to go and test I told her that mommy why not go and check everything so that we should be sure that whether you are okay or not but for her she knew she knew her status but she will go straight to get uh, painkillers so now what i'm trying to say i was trying to help her not directly to her that ah i think mamuna hiv mm-hmm. i wanted her to find out on herself and make a decision that i want to start taking ARVs. it's it's something like doctor said it's something like uh, it's about me i have to make a decision I have to make we can do as much as society but I have to make a decision that this is my life I'll live it the way I want it. Do you have any relative um just to add up, do you have any relative that was saved at birth uh, during the time uh, from from HIV like uh, prevented from getting the virus? Yes, I have a brother. The time mom found out that uh, uh she was HIV I I think this one I give her 100%. She makes sure that she protected the child. My brother is HIV free. Despite my mother being HIV positive, my brother is we have tried all the tests. Is yeah. HIV negative. Wow. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh your your comment on um the how uh, this, uh the com- like you I know you mentioned about the community, but there's some people who might be in a relationship and they're planning to get married but the issue of now having children in their life uh, they do not have much information about the prevention of child transmission how does it work out as we conclude the program so? okay so one of the songs on this project by Abel Chungo speaks to this concept of you know you you have a partner you both don't know your HIV status but before getting married and counseling you decide to get tested um, you find out one of your partners has HIV. Um, the whole idea is to make sure the concept that we discussed, undetectable equals untransmissible. Okay, you equals you. That basically means is once you start taking your antiretroviral drugs and once your viral load, your virus level in your blood is undetectable, where we can't measure it in these microscopes and tests that we do, then it means that no matter what, you won't be able to transmit that virus to the next person. So it's like literally you living a life without HIV in just simplest terms. So to people who are out there who have partners who may be, you know, positive and they are concerned, just know that if the HIV load is undetectable, then they are all safe. And that will not be transmitted from um, the mom to the child should they have a child. It's very important for all of you to understand and we're seeing many, many, many success stories like what um, Evelyn's late mother has done and today her brother is, you know, negative. It's, 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 it's these miracles that we like to say in our healthcare industry to yeah. say, you know, we need to share this more often. And again, in the Ukani Manji project, um, um, another artist, Abel Chungu's song seeks to that as well. To say, look, you know, there are partnerships available in our country. There are people leaving. One partner is negative. Another partner is living with HIV. And they're living normal lives with children that are, you know, just healthy with, you know, 
living without HIV. That doesn't mean that should you as partners, you know, end up with a child who's HIV, living with HIV and ends up with HIV, still there is medication, there is support, and you can still make sure that that child will get the best life. Yeah. Just maybe a follow-up question, Doc. Sure. Um, so, uh, when, when a person, um, uh, say for instance, they discover just on the on the U equals U um, uh, issue. When a person discovers that their viral load has gone down and you can't detect, mm -hmm. does it mean that they stop taking medication? No, 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 no. They need to continuously take that medication. And I'm glad that you yeah. bring that out, God's general, because once you stop taking the medication, the virus will start multiplying again. Okay. What the antiretroviral medication do is it suppresses the HIV virus from growing. It's like you keep, you know, making sure that you have your soldiers in the front mm -hmm. so that they keep fighting the virus from you know coming in mm -hmm. so this is what it means even if your your viral load is undetectable please don't stop your antiretroviral medication please continue taking it because as you keep taking it you know you are going to be you know supporting yourself and you will be undetectable at when when our clients reach at that level sometimes we tell them to say think of the antiretroviral medication as vitamins mm -hmm. you know you're taking them as supplements so that you keep living a healthy life um, and uh, yeah thank you for that question thank interesting um, it has been a very wonderful show indeed and you know a lot has come uh, has been uh, brought out you know from the doctor from evening story and Gigi Yes. Yeah, goes zero. And I like the fact that you know we have narrowed it down to the community. I think yeah. a conversation about HIV and AIDS must be a conversation that which you can have anywhere at the market. I like the fact that, again it's uh, being done even in the taxi. Yes. Yeah, you, you look at from the from the musical video. It's uh, it's being done in the taxi. Yeah. You know, it's not just about having business, but again, it's about also talking about this yeah. important yeah. issue because. Yeah. It's affecting everyone and everyone must be involved. Mm -hmm. So you have been listening to Okani Manje Wake Up Zambia show and have been talking to Dr. Dalau Nahim, Evelyn Kasanga and Gigi, God's General. That's Thank right. you so much for listening to this show today and hope to have you soon on another episode. Thank you. Stay blessed and God bless you. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you for having us. Thank you. Do you want to learn more about HIV and AIDS? Not to worry, we got you covered. Okani Manje, in partnership with Agents of Change Foundation Zambia, brings to you the Okani Manje radio show. Okani Manje is a collaboration between popular artists, the youth, and health experts that, that uses music, music to reach out to the youth with important messages about HIV and AIDS. Okani Manje, time to wake up Zambia. We are gonna party, no.